All right. Oh. Oh. I want to look at this morning with us at uh, at uh, prayers in the prayers in the scripture. You know, sometimes some folks say prayers that work, but I want to tell you something. Listen, your all your prayers work. You know, it's not like well, I got to get the magic just right. You don't need to get the magic right. You just need to do something. Call out. So watch these. I'm going to start with just one. Now look, it, it, I, we don't. I don't. Well, here's one. I mean, this is a very simple book. It's not unending. It starts here, and there's the end right there. And it's sometimes it's a lot thinner than other books. You ever looked at a whole thing of encyclopedias? You know, I was watching an old movie the other day, and the guy was uh, Tom Selleck. That was what it was. And he was teamed up with Jerry Reed. And anyway, so Tom Selleck was dragging around encyclopedias because he didn't ever get to go to college. And he's acting like he's a cowboy or whatever. And so he was trying to learn, get knowledge by reading encyclopedias. That book's a whole lot smaller than encyclopedias. And uh, But anyway, <clears throat> of course, the beginning of your Bible is Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus. And this shouldn't throw you by nothing. You know, that word, we really... We really need to have the right words. So a, lot of the, a lot of times these, these words we have in the Bible, we just think, oh, that's a Bible word, and it is. But the word Genesis means beginning. Hey, all right. Well, that's the truth. It's not evolution. This place has not been around here billions and billions of years. You can go simply look, and, uh, and you'll find out it doesn't make sense. You know, you know it's funny. We're losing the moon. That's where a leap year comes from. We're losing it. A little bit, uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a microsecond every four, four years. If it's been billions of years, billions of years, that moon would have been way too close. The tides would have been, see, that's what controls the tides. This place would have been a mess. Anyway. <clears throat> oh, Saturn's rings. You look these things up. Saturn's rings, are, we're lo- they're losing, they're, they're expanding. So where were they to start with, you know? Jupiter, as you know, remember, it's a giant gas. There's not enough time for billions of years for that gas. To, that gas would have already escaped. So what's the solution? Well, go back and look. Anyway, book of Genesis here. That's the start. Then all of a sudden you have this thing called Exodus. Now half of the book of Genesis, uh, uh, you, you, it's, it's, you hear about Jacob or Israel. That's where we have today. The hottest thing on the news right now, Israel. Most of the world is mad at Israel. Why do they want their nation to go to terror? Why is it they always want their nation to be blown away? Hello, you know, it's the central of everything. And that's where Jesus died, resurrected. But anyway, Exodus, simply they just got out. Anyway, this is historic, 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 historic. Anyway, in the midst of these things, I'm going to start here in Numbers. Numbers, what's in Numbers? What would your first guess would be in Numbers? Somebody help me out here. The book of Genesis is called Beginnings. Numbers, what do you think is in Numbers? Mel, you help me. Numbers, yeah, all right. And there's how you drive a stake in the lie. Oh, no. But they put the numbers down. Just don't do that. Because, remember, somebody that's smoking dope, you know, somebody's on drugs, wrote all this. That's what I hear, you know. Oh, people were drinking, they were drunk. They were not. Goodness, gee. But the book of Numbers. So here we go right here. Let's take a look at some of this. So in... uh, uh, Got this a little bit off the page, but I'm going to keep rolling anyway. Oh, uh, numbers and oh, uh, uh, I want to go down here to uh, <clears throat> I don't know, Alvin. Hang on a second. I want to go to Numbers chapter four. And actually, in Numbers, if you'll notice, oh, uh, <clears throat> these are all um, oh, uh, even if I back up just a little bit, all of these things are um, oh, it. But actually, let me show you. Let's just start in chapter one, just a moment. Maybe one second. 
See, like here we go. The Lord gave further instructions to Moses. Each tribe shall have their own tent and its own area. Here is the tribal locations, the tribe of Judah. Uh, these, these, these guys. And it names uh, uh, the total side on Dan's side was 157, 6,000. They brought up the rear wherever Israel traveled. In the summer, armies totaled 603, 550, not including the Levites, which were exempt by the Lord. Okay, all right, we got all that. Anyway, we come over here to the fourth chapter. And in the fourth chapter, uh, the, uh, the uh, oh, excuse me, that's numbers. <clears throat> uh, I'm, got us off even on the wrong foot, but that'll work. I'm going to come right back to that. <laughs> Believe it or not, I want to go to Chronicles. What do you, I asked Mel the same question. What do you, if you know, you know what the word chronicle means? To chronicle something? Okay, well, that's what chronicles is. Okay, all right, here we go. I was wondering why it didn't look right. But anyway, watch this. Uh, chronicles is much the same. It's records of... Um, uh, of what um, took place. Uh, look at this. Here's the earliest generations of mankind. Uh, who was the first guy? Adam, yeah. Seth, Enish, Kenan. He goes down to this list. Okay. Then the sons of these guys, the sons of these guys. And I mean, oh, please don't leave a map because I mean, my goodness, you know, we don't want to leave a trail. Listen, we have left a trail. Supposedly, I, I'm not real sure. We'll let my mom answer this, but isn't it from Ireland? Are we, aren't, didn't we come from Ireland or whatever? I have no idea. Well, I do. Okay. We're back some way. Back, you know, because we, we didn't just exist. Something, there's a trail somewhere. And if you still got parents that know about their grandparents, you can do a little bit of trail, and there's a real trail. But see, sometimes we live in a world where we, we denial. None of these things happen. Oh, trust me. It did happen. Yeah. Oh, but, you know, like I say, there's, there's ways to, to, to trail these things back. So, now, here we go. I'm going to go to Chronicles chapter 4. And like I said, this is all of these just list, 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 list. Here's the descendants of, and you might think, oh, this is just boring, boring, boring. No, no, no. It may sound boring because we don't know these fellas. But anyway, I want you to see something. This, I want to start in four. This guy was, we'll just call him Peter, but he's not. Penuel, the ancestor of Gador. Ezra, the ancestor of this. This guy, so-and-so, so-and-so, so-and-so. And now right out of the blue, watch this. Coz, who, who, Coz, what, what a name. Oh, we just call him Kevin. He was the father of Andy, you know, and, and whoever. Now watch this. Look at verse 9. Now we're looking at prayers here. Now watch this. Jabez. Who? Well, let's just call him James, okay? James, because we can follow the rest of it, was more distinguished than any of his brothers. His mother named him, wasn't going to say James, but it's Jabez, because she had such a hard time in his birth. Jabez means distress. He was the one, now remember now, verse 8 here, after the clan of so-and-so. So this is just, this is a wild note out of the middle of nowhere. And I'm like, it's here for a reason. This is a big hint, okay? He was the one who prayed, well, what did he pray? To the God of Israel, that's our God. Oh, that word's that, that you would wonderfully bless me and help me in my work. Please be with me in all that I do and keep me from all the evil uh, and, that's, and, and disaster, and God granted his request. Now, that got my ear right there. Whoa, 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 wait just a minute here. Maybe this is a selfish prayer. No, God granted him that request. But guess what? It is selfish. It's all about him. And that's all your book of Psalms is. It's all about you. You can't read the Psalms without saying, I, I will bless the Lord. He didn't say, we shall all bless the Lord at all times. No, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continue to be on my lips. Why? Because of the great things he's doing for you. But if you're not asking for help like this guy did, 
You're going to find out the hard way you're not going to get any help. Your car will not run unless you go gas it up. And But see, in our society in America, we're like, well, I want to bother the Lord. People in Africa need him. Well, Africa's going to get ahead of you then. <laughs> Call on the Lord. He'll help you. He's rich unto all, the scripture says. Look at this guy. He was the one who prayed to the God of Israel, Oh, that thou wouldest wonderfully bless me and help me in my work. That'd be good. And please be with me in all that I do. And keep me from all evil and disaster. And God granted him his request. Yeah, but let's see what happens next. Guess what happens next? It just keeps going on and on and on. The descendants of this, the descendants of that. And you don't see him again. You don't ever see him again. Well, then hold on a second. What am I going to do with this? Well, I'm going to use it. Oh, that you would bless me and help me in my work. Please be with me in all that I do and keep me from all evil and disaster. Praise God. Well, wouldn't it be great if that would work? Well, it does work. Let's go over here to, um, let's jump ahead here just a moment. Let's see some things Jesus said. Let's go to Matthew. And uh, <clears throat> Matthew's gospel, let's just start here in uh, the fifth chapter. Watch what he says right here. Uh, actually, it's the sixth chapter. Uh, no, it is, it is the fifth chapter. Let me close this down just a second. over one. It is the sixth chapter. Here we go. Here we go. Let's see what the Lord says. Oh my goodness. Of course, the Lord's a monk, you know, and it's really, the Lord's all about preachers only. No, he's not. There, there was a multitude of people here. Multitudes followed Jesus, not a bunch. As a matter of fact, the ones who were in hot water were the preachers. He called them all snakes. That's because, you know, people get so far from the Bible, and I don't want to hear somebody, even on the radio this morning, people just telling their stories, telling their stories. Well, before we close, I'm going to read a little bit. Of, now, I'm not doing that. I'm going to tell you what Jesus says. Now, watch what he says here. And now about prayer. When you pray, but I'm not a praying man. You better learn to pray. And it's not hard. Just simply believe he's there because he is. And just say, Jesus, I know I can't see you. I know I can't see you, but I know you're there. Because this place didn't get here by nothing. And, it, and this whole beautiful world out here didn't just show up, you know. I mean, the Big Bang is nothing but a religion, too. We just believe in the beginning was God. They believe in the beginning was out of nothing. They've documented their little beliefs. They put it down. And they said that today they really believe. This is what they say. They say the whole world came out of something as small as a pinhead. Oh, yeah? And they don't believe that there were dogs on Noah's Ark. They believe a dog came from a rock. Yeah, you're really going to convince a lot of people that. Your ancestor was a rock. That's pretty hard to believe. But anyway, about prayer. Now, Jesus didn't think we should try this. He's assuming you pick it up and you do this. So what he, And notice, when you pray, don't be like the hypocrites who pretend piety by praying publicly and on the street. In other words, it's all about show. Oh, isn't it cute? Let's have a prayer over dinner because it's cute. No, because there might be a little bit of something wrong with that food and the Lord will take care of it. Or, while you're fixing to eat, it's not a bad idea to go, oh, we need to pray for it like you say. Granddaddy Joe or somebody, praise the Lord. We're not doing this for show. We don't want to lose our great traditions. We don't want to lose our lives is what we don't want to lose, praise the Lord. Notice what the Lord says. So they stay, they stand on street corners and in the synagogues, that's churches, where everyone can see them. Truly, that is all the reward they will ever get. We'll jump back. You mean there's a reward? Yeah, what you asked for, you're supposed to receive.
Notice what he says. But when you pray, go away by yourself, all alone. Now Jesus is being ridiculous because, you know, if I don't show somebody, like I want to stand next to Dustin and I, and I want to pray, Lord, I need a little extra in my wallet this week. Lord, Dustin, you listen to me. And Lord, help me financially. I need gas in my car. Phil, you listen. In Jesus' name. And, I, and grant me a chainsaw to fix that, you know. I don't need to do that. Jesus is telling you right here, nobody needs to hear it but God. I mean, you, I mean, we have so much pressure out there in this world that we think we have it figured out. It's because somebody saw me. Yeah, but it was not anybody in this world. It was Jesus. Go away to your place uh, all alone and shut the door behind you. What does he say? And he says, pray, uh, let's say, yeah, he says, and pray to your father secretly, and your father who knows your secrets will reward you. Now, he's not like, going to give you kudos for doing the prayer. No, your reward is what you ask for. Look at this. Don't recite the same prayer over and over as the heathen do. Now, we do do prayers over and over again, but now notice what the wording is. They think, who think they're answered only by repeating them again and again. No, we've got to bombard heaven. We've got to... Keep doing this because the Lord didn't hear me yesterday. No, He heard you. He heard you. The reason you pray again is because you've got a brand new day. You've got brand new problems. But we don't have to keep hitting the Lord over and over again thinking He's not listening because Jesus says, He heard you the first time. Remember, your Father knows exactly what you need even before you asked Him. Now notice this. Pray along these lines. What lines? Well, I think you know. Nationally, we know this. This is in our historic... Uh, uh, but it's part of our heritage here in the United States. Let me switch this to the King James just a minute, and let's, let's see exactly what we're looking at here. Uh, here we go. So look what he says. After this manner, pray, Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Well, that implies it ain't happening, is it? Because you're praying that it will. See, there's bad things going on in this world, and you can't just slap a sticker on it and say, Well, that was the hand of God. No, it wasn't. Mm -mm. Notice this. Give us this day our daily bread. I mean, we can have some daily stuff? Yeah. And that daily bread trickles down into everything, whatever you have need of. Remember, even the dogs get the crumbs. Where'd that come from? A woman had a problem with her daughter. Her daughter was demon-possessed, or whatever that is. All kind of trouble. <clears throat> anyway, she got help for her daughter. Lead us not to temptation. Look at this, but deliver us from evil. Well, wouldn't that be nice? Well, Jabez got it. That your hand would be with me, you'd keep me from pain, that it might not, uh, you know, <clears throat> grieve me. <clears throat> oh, for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Hmm. Well, you know, of course, and forgive us our debts, it's really our sins, but forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Oh, we, we fail right here. We, 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 we think God, well, he ain't going to answer my prayers because I'm such a lousy whatever. He will. That's part of your prayer. I know you'll forgive me. I know you'll help me. Let me show you one real quick. Here's one in action. The book, of, um, the book of Psalms, you may as well call it the book of prayers because that's exactly what it is. Oh, look down here. At, uh, oh, and there's only 150. So don't think I'm such a whiz-bang guy because I know where these are. I just use them. Notice this. Hear my prayer. Well, and that's what it is. Look at this. He says, hear my prayer, O Lord. Give ear to my supplication. Okay, okay. These words we don't use today, so let's switch it back to the Living Bible. Hear my prayer. O Lord, answer my plea because you are faithful to your promises. You know, what did he promise? Well, we'll, we'll go read a little bit. You know, you can go read the book of Genesis and you'll go, if I just get those blessings that God gave Abraham and Joseph, 
man, I got it made. You do have it made. That's the reason you should just immerse yourself in those stories. You know, fantastic stories. Don't bring me to trial. Whoa, what's all this about? Now remember, this is a prayer. David thought it worked. That's the reason he wrote it down. And he was a king and he was having it sung over there next door to his palace. It was on a PA system. Everybody was listening to it. Problem was, after David was king, Solomon was king. It got bigger when Solomon was there. They had a bigger PA system. But when Solomon died, guess what? I don't like them songs anymore. I like the song about that cow that delivered us from Pharaoh. A cow did not deliver them from Pharaoh. Yeah, but I like this song about throwing our kids to the fire. I like this one about this idol and that idol. And their crops went down to nothing. Enemies came in, stole the whole nation. Why? Hello? They weren't praying to the Lord. And it's not that God was mad. No. Well, he was ticked off. They were worshiping other gods. But those other gods are no gods. But in our society today, we as Christians can just lock that door because we think, oh, he's not out there. Jesus is not real. He's not out there. That's just a myth. Because, see, the, the Chinese have a myth. No, the Chinese, you go back far enough, their roots go all the way back to a guy named Nuhu, which is Huhu, it's Noah. They believe in a great flood that took place, and eight people survived. It's in their own culture, along with 300 other cultures. If you look around, do a little research, you'll find out everybody's got a flood story. That's because it was a flood. He says, don't bring me to trial. Now, David, now hold on, you're talking to the Lord here now, hold on. For as compared with you, no one is perfect. Well, that's true. But David was telling the Lord that. Well, guess what? Jesus always has mercy. The whole thing about when Moses and the offering sacrifices and stuff was for mercy. We've got mercy. But anyway, he says, My enemies are chased and my enemies chased and caught me. They've knocked me to the ground. They forced me to live in the dark like those in the grave. I'm losing all hope. I'm paralyzed with fear. I remember the glorious miracles you did long ago. Oh. Uh, and he says here, uh, I reach out to you, I thirst, as a parched uh, land thirst for rain. Come quickly, Lord, and answer me, for my depression deepens. Don't turn away from me or I shall die. Well, he just about named us all right there. No matter what your problem is, you think it's the big one. You know, Whatever you're faced with, even if it's financial or whatever, you don't want to have to hit this thing. You're like, I just don't know. I'm going to make it this month. Or, or I'm just not, I can't get this pain to go away. Uh, well, hello, you got some help. He said, let me see your loving kindness to me. He put a time frame on it, at least by morning. Oh, you need to be patient. I'm done with patience. That's not the kind of patience Jesus is talking about. Our God is so great and he will show up. He will help you if you will call on him. Your patience is to not sit there and go, well, I guess you won't help me. No, that's not patience. You need to say he will help me. And this is a pattern prayer. He says, let me see your kindness in the morning for I am trusting you. Well, I'm King David. I, I Don't tell me to trust God. <laughs> if he's worried, he's not trusting him. We're talking about little problem trusting the Lord issues. Not talking about him taking to heaven. We know we're going to heaven. Jesus is going to take care of that for us. Notice what he says. Show me where to walk, for my prayer is sincere. Save me from my enemies, O Lord. Now remember, he was under threat of assassination, just like, hello, Netanyahu right now. And all the bordering countries, they want, Iran wants them nuked. But if you watch closely, it ain't going to happen. Anyway, oh Lord, I run to you to hide me, protect me, 
uh, to uh, help me do your will, for you are my God. Lead me in the paths of your, for your spirit is good. Lord, say, look at this. Oh, by the way, Lord, if you'll help me out, this will be good for you. Oh, I don't want to say that. Would you please say that? How many times does a kid tell his parents, look, Mom, hey, Dad, uh, Dad <laughs> look, I, I, if, if you'll just help me this one time. <laughs> That's normal. It's normal. God will fix it for you. He says, Lord, saving me will bring glory to your name. Bring me out of trouble because you're true to your promises. What promises? Oh, no. Then we ain't been reading our Bible. Bible is full of promises. I don't care what situation you're in. God will get you out. Let me show you another one here. Uh, well, let's pick up another one from Jesus here first just to make sure we're on the right trail. Matthew 21. Let's look down here at verse 21. It's easy. I like it because it's 2121. Makes great passwords too. Matthew 2121. Systems I have to work on. I've got to have passwords all the time. Uh, let's see. That's 20. Let's get down here to it. 21. Here we go. Uh, Jesus said, Truly, if you have faith and don't doubt, you can do things like uh, this and much more. You can even say to this mountain, Move over into the ocean, and, uh, and it will. Look at 22. You can get anything. Anything you ask for in prayer, if you believe. What, believe in Jesus? Well, you better do that, of course. But it's believe your prayers. Get anything? I don't know. Don't tell too many people that one. Well, that's our problem. We need to tell everybody that one. Let's just see how verbal the Lord is about this. Oh, Let's back up to the 7. I'm just staying in one book here. Matthew 7 and verse 7. Look what he says here. Uh, ask, and it will be given to you. It, it will be given what you ask for. Remember, the King James is asking, it shall be given to you. But we say today, ask. Wow, you ask God for, you need a mouse, he'll give you a problem. And we laugh, and we think that's funny. Don't ask for anything, or he'll, he'll, he'll put you in a trial. Let me tell you something. The way the Bible works, if he put me in a trial, I'm going to be saying, Lord, get me out. Jonah was in the middle of, in Jonah chapter 3, he, no, 2, he was in the belly of a whale. And he had, enough more, he had more sense than some people in our churches today. He knew why he was in that belly of the whale. He was running from the Lord to start with. And you've got to understand, he had reason to. God wanted him to go over there and preach to the Amorites, the other nation, that was killing Israelites. And he goes, I'm not going to go preach to them. They're killing our nation. They're killing our people. And God says, yeah, you go over and go preach to them. Well, see, God was showing he had mercy for that other nation. And Jonah was like, I ain't going over there because I know what you're going to do. You're going to be merciful to them. So Jonah says, I'm going fishing. <laughs> so he went the other way. So in Jonah chapter 2, another prayer that works. Jonah's over there. He winds up getting swallowed by a fish. While he's in there in that digestive position, whatever that would be, you know, nasty. You know, he's praying and he says, Lord, okay, you want me to go? I'll go. And then he says, oh, let's just look at it. But notice this, he says, ask and it shall be given what you ask for. Jonah, I wonder where Jonah is. Well, guess what? It's obviously in your Bible. It's not a fable. Let me close this down. We'll get it real quick. Watch this. And you notice he didn't have time for a warm up. Well, you know, the Lord won't answer your prayers unless you know you've been to church a million years. Baloney, baloney, baloney. He prayed to the Lord, his God, inside the fish. Hey, man, what's he, look what he says. I'm in great trouble. 
I cried to the Lord. Now, there's our big mistake right there. And I've noticed I've wasted several minutes before. I'll go, oh, and then prayed. You know, praise the Lord. Pray, stop and go, oh, get a hold of yourself. Lord, i got to have help. Help me. All right, he's being, he's in a stomach. We all know about biology. He, this is no fake thing. He answered me from the depths of hell, I called. And Lord, you heard me. We throw that one out the window. We think, oh, Lord, don't hear He hears you. That's where you need to stick with the Bible. You read the Bible, you realize, praise the Lord. He hears. Jesus already said, ask and it would be given you. And then he said, when you pray, don't be like the hypocrites. Go to your father in secret. He'll reward you openly. Anyway, he says, I sank down into the floods of the water and was covered by your wild stormy waves. I mean, he's in the first submarine, buddy. He's going down for the count. And I said, oh, Lord, you've rejected me. Cast me away. How will I ever see your holy temple again? He said, I sank to the bottom. Now, notice that's not the end of his prayer. Because remember, he said, I prayed to the Lord. I mean, if I was in that fish that long, I'd, I'd, my prayer would be pretty long too. He said, I was locked out of life, imprisoned in the land of death. But, oh, Lord, you have snatched, uh, it's, it's left off the M, that laughed, snatched me from the yawning jaws of death. When I had lost all hope, hello, why do we have this in our Bible? You're just casually reading, I want to read about Jonah. And all of a sudden, you're reading that part where it says, man, when I lost all hope, I, I feel like that. Well, David wrote a psalm like that. When my heart is overwhelmed, I will call on you, you know. And he says, you have been a shelter for me. Praise the Lord. Watch this. I turned my thoughts once again to the Lord. And my earnest prayer went to you in your holy temple. Oh, yeah, right. From a belly of a, of a fish. Look at this. Those who worship false gods have turned their backs on their own mercy for them from the Lord. Now, this was an indictment against all the Israelites because they were sacrificing their children to these other gods. I'll have great crops. I'll have financial help if I just sacrifice my kid and throw him in the fire. You know, that's what they were thinking. And see, they, they got so lost. And you can read it in the book of Chronicles and stuff. When they finally, the good kings were getting back together. One of them was sweeping in the temple, sweeping it up and all. Hey, what's that? They pulled it out. It's the Bible. Let's see what it says. And they found out how much they'd forgotten about the Lord. Well, we don't want to get that part. And we won't, thank God. But anyway, notice this. So there must be something to all this Lord stuff. I will never worship anyone but you. How, uh, for how can I um, thank you enough for all you've done for me? I mean, wow. I will surely fulfill my promises, for my deliverance comes from the Lord alone. Now remember, he's being digested. So what's he talking about? He's saying, Lord, get me out of this stupid fish. I'll do what you want me to do. Get me out. Now, he's pretty selfish about it. We need to learn to be selfish. Because guess what? When you get out of that stupid fish, and it happens to me, I can't help but say something. I remember I've said this several times, but I was supposed to meet Phil, eat breakfast down there one time, and I'm booking down the road there, and I didn't realize there was ice on those bridges, and I lost control of my car. And I, fl I know I went three times. A dog's in the back, you know. We're spinning like this. And all of a sudden, when it went straight, you couldn't shut me up. But I was saying, Lord, save me. Lord, save me. Lord, save me. And all of a sudden, boop, boop, I'm straight and I'm doing 20 miles an hour. And I was screaming. I was going, praise God. Hallelujah. You're going to tell folks too. Uh, so watch what he says. Now, this is Jonah. So anyway, for my deliverance comes from uh, the Lord alone. I'm going to switch this to the King James system. I went... 
This is the more churchy version that we hear. Notice this. He says, they that observe lying vanities, see, that's idols. They forsake their own mercy. But I will sacrifice unto thee with the voice of thanksgiving. I will pay that which I vowed. Salvation is of the Lord. Now, he's not talking about heaven. He's talking about being digested. <laughs> he says salvation is from the Lord. And he knew it was about him. He wasn't praying for those in Africa. He wasn't praying for the people that the Lord sent him to. He was fixing to die. Next thing, the Lord spake to the fish and vomited him out. Praise God. That's going to happen to you. Minus the vomit, but you know what I mean? You're going to get out. God will get you out. Now, you talk about a prayer. Praise the Lord. That'll work for you. My goodness. Okay. <clears throat> now, we're about to run out of time. So let's go over here to uh, the book of Psalms. I want to close with one over here in the book of Psalms. There's, yeah. Not yet. One, one more in John. Let's look at something in John just a second. John chapter 14, actually John 15, I wish I could do this as a test. John, 5, John 14, 15, and 16 have three very powerful, redundant, over and over again, he tells you about prayer. And it'll work for you. Not some secret other than the fact people don't do it, but we will, praise the Lord. Watch this, John 14, look what he says here. You know, John 14 is that great chapter... Let not your heart be troubled. Do you believe in God? Believe in me? Well, let's believe in verse uh, 12. Uh, here we go. What does he say? Uh, verily, verily, I say unto you. Now, you know, verily, verily sounds like I'm not lying to you. So that means he's trying to make a point. Here, watch this. He that believeth on me, the works that I do, shall he do also. Now, we choke on that one. We don't think, Whoa. it will if we just believe. Just trust the Lord. <laughs> Anyway, and greater works than these shall I do because I go to the Father. Look at verse 13. And whatsoever, it's chopped off here, but it says you. You shall ask in my name, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. Look at this. He didn't quit. Well, that was a misprint. Well, he sure straightened it out here. If you ask anything in my name, I will do it. Well, see, David, that's the reason he's such a great guy in the, in the Bible. He's, his stories are all over the place because of what David did. God wanted us to get what he did. Let's close with something David did here. Uh, I want to go to Psalm oh, 107. 107, hang on a second. Yeah, look at this. Psalm 107. Oh, do your best in this meeting right here to try to remember some of these places. Go, that was some, I was 100. Well, just do a little search and you'll find it. Now, watch this. Oh, we've heard this. Oh, give thanks to the Lord for He's good. His mercy endures forever. It just puts us to sleep because we've heard it so much and we didn't really realize, realize what it was saying. Not that we're not smart. We know that. But let me switch it to the Living Bible. And remember, this is a prayer. David does not have time to just play church. These are real. All right, let's go to the Living Bible just a moment. Oh, get, uh, he says, I say to you, uh, uh, no, he says, say thank you to the Lord for being so good. Uh, for always being so loving and kind. He, has the Lord redeemed you? Then speak out. That's what I mean. It's like, man, God didn't. You want to reach those that you think are lost and they don't want to hear anything about Jesus? Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. You just keep getting blessed from the Lord and you keep telling what the Lord's doing. You'll get them. You'll get them. Tell others he saved you from your enemies. He didn't say tell others that, you know, you're going to heaven. I mean, I know we've done that, but you tell others how God got you out of trouble. Mel, you tell them how God kept you from getting stung in your, in your, uh, on the front of your motorcycle or whatever else. You tell them God keeps you safe all the time. He brought the exiles back from the farthest corners of the earth. This is when Israel, they, were, they lost their nation, and they're finally coming back home. They were wandering homelessly in the desert. They were hungry and thirsty and faint. Lord, help, they cried. That's a pretty simple prayer. Lord, help, they cried, and he did. 
He led them straight to safety and a place to live. I tell you what, you know, God told Abraham that. He said, I'll bless you. He said, I'll be your shield and your exceeding great reward. And he was basically homeless. God said, leave Atlanta, go to Huntsville. I don't know nobody in Huntsville. God said, don't worry about it, I'll take care of you. And he said, and this is Genesis 15, verse 1 and 2. I am your shield and I am whatever you want. Abraham translated that by saying, what will you give me seeing I ain't got any kids? And God says, oh, you want kids? Well, look up at the stars because that's how many you're going to have. And he was way too old. Remember, Abraham was over the hill. He was 100 when Isaac was born. Sarah, his good-looking wife, was 90. And she laughed because she, she was not... The Bible numbers, Bible days were the same as they are today. Genesis 1. On the fourth day, God created the lights. Let them be for times and seasons. It's the same date. Sarah was over the hill. She laughed so hard. I have no kids. She was laughing. She named him Isaac because that meant what? Laughter. Because she thought, this is a joke. And the Lord says, oh, you think, is anything too hard for the Lord? That's what he told her. And she, oh, I didn't laugh. But she did. She laughed on the inside. And you'll laugh too thinking God's going to get you out of trouble too. But stop and go, you know what? He's going to do it. And he will. All right, so watch what he did. So tell others. He brought the exiles back from the farthest corner. Now, you've got to understand, this is like Hitler and that bunch. And I was reading a story. That was uh, A friend of mine sent me this thing. Al Gore got the Nobel Prize when this woman that deserved it, she was 90-something years old. She has on record all the names of the kids she saved in the Nazi prison gas camps. Over 2,500 children. She snuck out. She had a dog that would bark right at the right time and had kids under the back of it. It was fantastic. But they give the stupid award to Al Gore, you know, for global warning, warming. Which, as you know, is a crazy thing, too. But anyway, but if you think about that, all those Jews that were running for cover. Anyway, he brought the exiles back from the farthest corners of the earth. They were wandering homelessly in the desert. I remember reading the prophets. You can read this for yourself. But the Bible says that God will bring them all back and, and your children will be on the shoulders of your enemies. They'll bring them back. What's all that? It's... It's such outstanding blessings, you can't take it all in. Anyway, anyway, notice what they said. They hung their heads, they were thirsty and faint. Lord, help us, they cried. And he did. That means he'll do it for you, okay? He led them straight to safety and a place to live. Oh, that men would praise the Lord for his loving kindness and for his wonderful deeds. That's, this is a little repetitive thing he kept saying. Oh, that we would do this. Verse 9, for he satisfies the thirsty soul and the hungry soul with good. Those who sit in darkness are in the darkness of death, crushed by misery and slavery. They rebelled uh, against the Lord, uh, scorning who is the God of all gods. That's why he broke them with hard labor. They fell. That's what they were doing. They did that. The, the, the Israelites were doing this. It's not, it's not God's fault, but notice what they did. Then they cried to the Lord in their troubles, and he rescued them. So guess what you're going to do? I ain't been to church in 25 years, whatever. I don't, do any, I don't read my Bible, and all of a sudden, I need God. Guess what's going to happen? God's going to help you because you wake up and you go, I need his help. And he'll help you. That's what this psalm is telling you. It's not saying, well, you've got to have 25 stars for never missing a thing and, and being the perfect Christian. No, he led them from darkness and shadow of death, snapped their chains. See, that's you. I don't care about these guys' chains. That's not what David wanted us to realize. He wanted us to realize this will be for us. Oh, that men, guess what? That's us. And that's future. Would praise the Lord for his loving kindness. Just like Jonah. Here we go. He broke down the prison. He cut their, apart their iron barn, or bars. 
Other fools were ill because of their sinful ways. In other words, they got sick. Their appetite was gone. Death was near. Well, now they're going down for the count. But look at this. Then they cried to the Lord in their troubles. Hello, I get it. I mean, a child can get this. This is, this is algebra class. X plus Y equals Z, whatever. Then they cried to the Lord. He helped them, delivered them. He spoke and they were healed. Praise the Lord. Snatched them, look at this, from the door of death. Oh, that man. In other words, this would work for you. Oh, real quick, let me look at this. this. I love this one right here. Remember Jesus walking on the water? Well, no wonder. Here's a little bit of stuff that David knew 800 years before. And then there's sailors sailing the seven seas. And I know when I had Dustin and Melody and Joy, they went deep sea fishing with me one time. <laughs> we were all sick. <laughs> we were all wanting land. And guess what? Look at this. Then there's sailors sailing the seven seas, uh, ply the trade routes of the world. They too observe the power of God in action. He calls the storm winds and the waves rise high. Their ships are tossed to the heavens and sink again. The depths of the sailors cringe in terror. Oh no, it's a bad storm. Ain't nothing you can do about the weather. Let me tell you something. This Alabama tornado valley, whatever it is, you shouldn't worry at all. The Lord will help you unless you hunker down and go, oh my God, oh my God, this is it. We're going under. Stop yourself and go, wait a minute. I'm going to be all right in Jesus' name. The Lord's going to keep me safe. And I don't know anybody in this room here that, had their, that were, you know, has died from a tornado. We're still here. Look what they did. Man, they're cringing in terror. Look at this. They reel and stagger like drunkards and are at their, look at this, they're at their wits end. Now, how many times in your life have you just reached the end of your rope? Well, guess what? That's what do you do. Here's somebody reached the end of the rope. Then they cry to the Lord in their trouble. Look at this. He saves them. Oh, yeah, he takes them to heaven if they die. No, 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 no. That's a given. This is something else. Let's see what happens. See, they wanted land. What happened? It says, uh, he calmed the storm, stills the wave. What a blessing is that stillness as he brings them <laughs> safely into harbor. Oh, that man would praise the Lord. But well, we're done. But you get the picture. Now, what psalm is this? This is 107. If you had to read all 150, you'd find this one. But I guarantee you, if you had to read all 150, you'd find other favorites. I mean, it's just, wow. It's like, praise the Lord. I'm going to be all right. Father, we thank you for your word today. We thank you. If we're not feeling good, you'll make us well. And if we're suffering financially in any way, you'll fix that too. And if it's some problem I didn't even mention, it's just something that bugs one of us or whatever. No matter what it is, it's obvious, Lord, you'll get us out of whatever trouble. And that doesn't leave anything left, but for just like Psalm 107 says, if the Lord's helped you, tell somebody about it. And that's what we're going to do. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, all right. Praise the Lord.